host, the All Around Joe Podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Hey guys, how you doing today? Joe here, out in Seattle, Washington. It looks like the weather is finally changing out here. We had a fantastic summer, but the last couple of days it has been pouring rain. Just pouring cats and dogs. Actually raining harder than it usually does around here. I actually had, had a raincoat on the last two days. can't tell you the last time I wore a raincoat. But that's all right because what that means is that we're going to have fall and then we're going to have winter and winter is snowboarding season and I have my pass for Crystal Mountain. So I'm ready for that. Got my gear all set up. Cannot wait for it to happen. But what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast is some ways of getting out of the gym and what that looks like is some hikes that you can do around the western states of the United States that are just epic and that you must, must do, as well as what time off from the gym can do for you so that you can get recovered and reaping all the benefits of your workouts away from the gym, if that makes sense. So, I don't know about you, but I am not good about taking time off from the gym. I feel like every workout is an opportunity to get better, get bigger, get stronger, all that fun stuff, but our bodies don't necessarily work that way. We, unfortunately, cannot just keep pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding. Now, if I had it my way, I would be able to drive my body into the ground every single day, maybe multiple times a day, and come back the next day feeling refreshed and stronger than the day before. So if anybody has figured that one out, let me know. But I am testing some pretty cool stuff. I just got the Sweet Beat Life app. And what that does is it essentially, well, I don't fully understand it yet, but it, it essentially measures your heart rate. And your heart rate can tell you a lot of different things. So, or the variance in your heart rate can tell you a lot of different things about how your body is doing with your current training situation. So essentially if you're overtraining or if you're set up in a good spot so that you can go and attack the gym. So I'm going to be talking about that a lot more in the future, but it's called Sweet Beat Life. And I was, I heard it on the uh, Ben Greenfield podcast, which I highly recommend that you listen to if you're a body hack or um, uh, performance enhancement uh, nerd like I am, go check out the Ben Greenfield podcast. But yeah, so Sweet Beat Life, I'm going to, I just am waiting on a heart strap monitor and I will be getting all of that data and playing with that, which is pretty cool. I'm also interested in uh, excited potentially about this new iPhone operating system update because they have this app on there that's all about essentially your health and fitness. So I haven't really figured out how to make it work. It's called the, it's called the health app. And you have all this health data that you can put in there and vital sleep, nutrition, fitness, body measurements, 
all this stuff. And it seems like you're going to be able to get some pretty cool information about that as well. Because the more that we are able to record, the more we can figure out about ourselves and the more we can predict things like overtraining and injury and when we're going to actually be peaking for things like events or even day-to-day personal records. So very cool stuff. And I'll, like I said, I'll be playing with that as soon as I can get it completely figured out. But getting back on topic here, I recently went on a road trip in order to get some, you know, R&R and do some and see some really, really cool things. So these are must-do things if you are interested in getting outside and moving around like most of you that listen to this podcast probably are. Must do, definitely must do. So what what the road trip was is uh, uh, start in Seattle, drive down to Portland, then cut over the 101, drive down the 101 all the way to the Redwoods. Then from the Redwoods, cutting across through San Francisco over to Yosemite, then from Yosemite cutting over into southern Utah for Zion and Bryce before heading back up to Seattle through Boise. So it was really awesome, and some of these places I'm going to talk about, like I said, are must-do things for anybody that likes to step outside and move around a little bit. The first is... Fern Canyon in the Redwoods. So there's this hike. It's a Fern Canyon Gold Bluffs Beach hike that's about, I think it's about six miles, something, somewhere around there. Totally runnable if you want to, or hikeable, either way. It's not too strenuous, but the trees that you see there are amazing. This is in Northern California. They're amazingly huge trees. It just is mind-boggling when you see them compared to any other trees, super, super round or big in diameter and tall. And the cool thing is when you're going through there, you get to see all these redwoods and then you get to cut through this fern canyon. I jokingly call it the fern gully, but you get into there and it's this little creek that runs through this fern canyon and the water drips down the sides of this canyon and the ferns grow there. It's really a trip to see it. And I'll post all these pictures up on the, the blog at allaroundjoe.com slash 28. So you'll be able to definitely check those out at allaroundjoe.com slash 28 and go check out the pictures of all these places I'm going to be talking about. But I, this Fern Canyon is very, very cool. And we also, when we're doing this hike... Got through the Fern Canyon and there was elk out on the beach portion of the hike. And, and there was even a point where the elks were charging us for a little bit. We had to jump down towards the water and skimp past them as fast as we could. These elks had these huge antlers and it's not real cool when they start running at you. Let me tell you. But yeah, the hike is must do. That's called the Fern Canyon and Gold Bluffs Beach in the Redwood Forest in Northern California. Next up, like I said, the trip went over to half, or I'm sorry, to Yosemite. And in Yosemite, you have got to, well, let me preface this. If you are comfortable and in physically good shape, you have to do the half dome cables. Now you can apply for a permit well ahead of time, or you can do a two day in advance permit. So what 
what I was able to do is go and apply two days before. Luckily, got the permit. So I think that they said something like during the week, 50% of the people get the permits, 50% do not. They miss out to go up the actual cables and half dome. But you get the permit, and then you hike up, uh, I believe it's 8.2 miles to the top, and then 8.2 back down. So it's like 16-mile round trip. But you hike up, and you're going up to elevation, you get about to 8,000 feet maxed out. So you're, you're feeling that strenuous. But then these cables, man, I'm telling you, they are steep, and you are literally pulling yourself up this rock on Half Dome super intense it's it's really crazy too because you get these people there that have no idea what they're getting themselves into and it could be a dangerous situation you fall and you die on this sucker so it is insane if you have a problem with heights this is not for you definitely but i highly recommend it because it is so cool especially if you're the fitness outdoorsy type you get to actually use your fitness uh, for doing something really interesting and then getting the re- reward, the rewards of the view that you get at the top of Half Dome. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to post pictures in at allaroundjoe.com slash 28. And you can see what I'm talking about. I've got some really cool pictures of the Half Dome cables and how crazy it is. You definitely got to put that on your to-do list. Make sure that you get that permit because it's going to be a super bummer. It's You can't even get close if you don't have the permit to see what the, the craziness of Half Dome is. Next up, you've got to go to Zion National Park. And this is like, even if you don't do anything, you just got to go to Zion. It, it's an awesome place. You go there, camp. You could walk around, do some easy stuff, and still be awe-inspired like crazy. But if you want to get a little bit out of your comfort zone, just like the Half Dome Cables, do Angel's Landing. Now this one, there's a chain and there's cliffs on both sides of you. Pretty, pretty intense stuff. But also, the terrain and the views that you get are second to none. We're talking like 10 out of 10 stars here for cool views that's angels landing in zion national park there will be pictures up on the blog of this as well absolutely but you got to do it this is the second time that i i've done it and it was just as good the second time as it was the first time it's a pretty intense hike getting up there just because it's very steep it's not incredibly long but very steep lots of switchbacks and then you get to this like i said the chain part where there's the cliffs where people have died so you have to be smart about it, and it's very high, but also awesome. Super awesome. You get to challenge yourself. You get to get a workout of it, and you get amazing views. The other thing you should definitely do in Zion is something called the Hidden Canyon. The cool thing about the Hidden Canyon is it's steep. You get up there. There are some chains, so there is some danger there, but it's not too crazy. And then you get to go exploring. So there's a point at the end of the trail where thing where they just stop maintaining it, but you can keep on going down this canyon and essentially exploring for a long period of time. 
So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you check out the Hidden Canyon. It was just super cool. Then if you get a chance as well, jump over to Bryce. Bryce, there's some really cool hikes there. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do a lot of them, but the terrain is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, it's like you're on Mars or obviously I've never been to Mars, but something crazy like that, like otherworldly. So that's Zion. Or I'm sorry. That's Bryce National Park. These are all things that if you have any kind of outdoor interest, you must do them. So that was it. We had the Fern Canyon and Gold Bluffs Beach in Redwoods, then the Half Dome Cables in Yosemite, Angel's Landing in Zion National Park, and Hidden Canyon in Zion National Park, last but not least, Bryce Canyon National Park. So those are the things that you must go see. And here's what the benefits are. You get out of the gym. At least for me, that's what works best. You get to schedule this time away, getting out of the gym, and recuperating from those workouts. Like I said, I crush myself during my workouts, and sometimes I need to get away, and it's easier to get away from the gym when I'm actually not able to go to one. <laughs> so the things that seem to be very beneficial from getting away from the gym, if you're working out really hard, you might be overtraining, you let your joints and muscles recover. So, when you're working out really hard, some, you know, there are times that you just don't get yourself the amount of recovery that you need. Even if you're sleeping a lot, even if you're eating a lot, even if you're drinking the right amount of water and taking all the supplements, even if you're doing the mobility, getting away for a little while will help those muscles and joints recover in ways that you can't with other systems. You know, we all like to say that you you can't train too hard, you just under recover, but sometimes you just need extra recovery and time away from the gym. Your muscles come back feeling good, you feel flexible, your joints feel like they're new again. It's really great feeling. What it also does, or what I've noticed, is it resets your sleep patterns. So you take some time away, your body gets a chance to relax and kind of get into a homeostatic state. Then when you start hitting the gym again, your sleep is just like rock solid. So it's just like resetting things. It also resets your desire to work out. So I always have this OCD feeling like I need to work out, get better, need to work out, get better. But when you get out of the gym for a while, you actually realize how much you love doing it and get excited for workouts. You want to see what they are. You want to plan for them. You want to be ready to just go in and crush them. So getting that desire, that reset, if you will, for having, you know, just the ambition to go in and crush workouts is just unparalleled awesome. So that is it. You get to rest your joints recover your muscles, reset your sleep patterns, and reset your desire to work out. If you want to as well, sometimes I, I'd advocate you can drop off your supplements for a few days, let your body reset on those guys, and then come back hard with those supplements when you get back into the workout mode. Just make sure that you're eating enough, make sure that you are drinking enough water. You wanna make sure that those things don't falter 
Also, something to note, I always notice myself when I do this type of thing, I lose weight. So for example, during my 10 days off from the gym, I lost five pounds. Five pounds, that's freaking crazy, even for me to comprehend that that's what happened. Five pounds lost. But yeah, I lost five pounds in 10 days just from not working out, even though I, I didn't track it. But I seemed to be eating, I, I pretty much was eating the same amount as when I work out. Body just doesn't, it, <laughs> it decides to drop down in weight for some strange reason. So make sure that you're getting enough nutrients. You don't want to just be letting your body wither away when you are not in the gym. But in that particular time, it's always good to stay active too. So you're not crushing yourself, but going on little hikes, going on walks, maybe some little runs here and there. Good ideas to just keep the blood flowing, keep your body recovering and resetting. It's just not hard stuff, you know. But it's a great way to let your body reset itself. All right. That is what we got for the All Around Joe podcast here. If you guys have any questions, you can always email me at joe at allaroundjoe.com. And you can get the show notes for everything and all the fun pictures that I have over at allaroundjoe.com slash 28. So I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Remember, All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life.